that's a, a very interesting concept, the whole notion of artificial intelligence, how it will be employed um, in healthcare, how it will be harnessed in healthcare. Um, and uh, it's very early days in the application of artificial intelligence. But I think what is clear is that going forward, it will facilitate enormous change within our profession. Uh, that change will mean that there will need to be regulation. Um, so there will need to be guidelines around how it's used, um, how uh, the data that is collected is managed, uh, patient's privacy, how that's managed. Um, but the potential for AI to facilitate change and to facilitate perhaps more timely delivery um, of healthcare, particularly with respect to um, disease state management, both in a hospital environment, uh, within clinics and within the community environment, um, I think we've only just scratched the surface there. It has come with a rush and everyone is grappling with the notion of how do we manage this? What are its limits? Um, so there is, there is a little, um, a little time before it's embedded within things we do. But I think the opportunity, Hamza, is that, um, is that we embrace AI, but we do it not with a view, and people say it will replace all these people and all these things. But I think rather we look at AI as a facilitator and an enabler so that it may actually give the professionals, the pharmacists, more time, more information, more data, and the challenge for pharmacy is that with all the data that can be assembled, the logical gatekeeper for that data may well be the pharmacist because they are the first line of primary health care and they're the ones who have the, normally the first contact with the patient. All of the wearable devices, personal wearable devices, will deliver enormous amounts of patient information. That information will be used to change a dosage regimes, to change therapies. And how that information is managed is a skill set that uh, pharmacists will need to develop. So I think the, um, the whole AI environment is in front of us. Um, I think its potential is yet to be realised, uh, but I think we need to proceed with absolute caution and again proceed uh, with small steps. Uh, so that that implementation and the outcomes that it can generate are managed and are always in the patient's best interests. Perfect. So you mentioned that skill set needs to be developed, especially by pharmacists, considering uh, AI is still at its early days. And not, not a lot of pharmacists are really familiar with the concept, with its uh, case uses, with its limitations. So where, where do you see the adoption of uh, capacity building in pharmacy? Should pharmacists be very, very engaged in a uh, continuous educational program dealing with AI in healthcare? Or uh, do you see this as a vital subject that needs to be incorporated within the pharmacy curriculums to make it relevant with the needs of the coming years? Yep, I, I certainly think that um, AI will be embedded within um, university curricula because the graduates that are leaving university need to have those skills. And university is probably the best place for them to be exposed to that technology and, and the capacity that it can bring to pharmacy. For pharmacists already working in the pharmacy landscape, the changes will come, I think, through the workplace as 
uh, AI enables technology and enables um, closer monitoring of patients. Um, and that data is then accessible to be analysed and to then using that data to inform decisions that are made about patients' therapies, whether it be continuing therapies, whether it be dosage changes. And the opportunity here also, Hermsa, is for there to be significantly more interprofessional collaboration so that there will be continuing dialogue and exchange between the patient's pharmacist and the patient's doctor. Um, and AI will also, I believe, facilitate um, that collaboration so that the exchange of information will be much, uh, much easier um, than it is at the moment. Certainly in Australia, we have a, uh, we have a tiered health information, patient information system where no level of health provision talks to another. So it's very difficult to access full patient data. Some countries have much more developed health records than we do. Uh, and that's something in Australia, which um, is, has certainly been looked at and is a challenge for us into the future. But it, um, yes, pharmacists will have to, um, we, you hear um, speak of uh, lifelong learning. Uh, and this is a typical example of how pharmacists will continually have to upskill themselves so that they are contemporary in every sense in their practice of pharmacy. That's, that's enlightening, Paul. We've seen the evolution of the pharmacist role take uh, various paths. Back in the 20th century, there has been the role of the apothecary where pharmacists were involved with the compounding of medication at their pharmacy. Then the introduction of clinical pharmacy, and now it's more of the patient uh, care and pharmaceutical care. With this early adoption of artificial intelligence with the accelerating pace of uh, digital innovations, where, in your opinion, do you see the pharmacist's role going in the next 10 years? Um, well, I think we will, well, while our core, a core competency of the pharmacist will always be as medicine experts and as dispensers of medicines. But I do think that AI will play a role in further automating the um, supply of medicines. And pharmacists, I think, need to broaden their practice in terms of delivery of more detailed pharmaceutical care. And that uh, may mean um, disease state management, uh, which may be provided through clinics in their pharmacy. It might be uh, pharmacists who might take a particular interest in uh, particular non-communicable diseases such as cardiovascular disease or diabetes or cancer or respiratory disease. But um, I think that the ability for the pharmacists as medicine experts and as primary healthcare and pharmaceutical care providers, um, there is enormous opportunity uh, for pharmacy to move forward in disease state management to help the patient rather than just supplying the patient with their medications, but to help them on their disease journey so their disease management is far more effective, which enables a much better quality of life. It enables uh, much better adherence uh, by the patient to their medication regime. It can minimise medicine misadventure and hospital readmissions. So there is all positives along this journey of pharmaceutical care. And that will be enabled in a number of ways, I think, by um, artificial intelligence. 
uh, but it will also transition pharmacy. And this is happening very quickly with expansion of um, scope of practice. It will transition us from purely suppliers of medicines to suppliers of medicines and providers of full-scale pharmaceutical care. 